Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Bernard Karyukimbogua. Pastor Bernard is a resident pastor at Grace Point Church. Welcome to the Truthful Thursday Focus on the Family. Last week, we did argue that marriage is an institution that was not created by man. And therefore, man cannot purport to run and manage it on his own terms. We did articulate that marriage is instituted by God and regulated by God through his very words, through his very commands, the Bible. Today, we reflect on an aspect of marriage and we will biblically argue that marriage is between one man and one woman. One man, one woman. Though this might seem basic or even overly familiar to some of us, in a world spiraling down with madness and sin, this aspect of marriage is neither basic, familiar, nor honored and cherished. In March 2014, Kenya's parliament passed a bill allowing men to marry multiple wives. If you like it, men were allowed to be polygamous. The bill was passed into a legislation on May 1st, 2014. And just three weeks ago, we were treated to a public lecture by a former BBC journalist as she started off on her TED talk, which has since gone viral. One Chris Jerry McKenna. In her own words, or in the words of Jerry McKenna, she says, I am gay, I am unique, and this is my truth. She goes further to state, I am happiness, I am free, and I am bold. Coming out boldly on who she really is, is a moment she describes as victorious. She's currently working for a bold for Bold Network Africa, an organization that seeks to educate the society, guess where? In Africa. To educate the society in Africa about the LGBTQ community through films, documentaries, and training in a bid to end the constant discrimination of the queer community. In a world that's spiraling down with madness and sin, it should thus follow that monogamy, the one man, one woman relationship, or even marrying the opposite sex is not natural to some people. What this has led to is a frowning on the lifelong commitment to one man and one woman relationship as God intended. How tragic to this end, Pastor Musimi and Pastor Abundo argue, and I quote, words like boredom and the need for variety. What about sampling the buffet or even marrying the same gender for an out-of-the-box experience have been used to encourage unfaithfulness and sexual conquest. End of quote, and some emphasis added. But you and I need to be reminded that God established and instituted marriage, not man. The institution of marriage belongs to one God, 
the sovereign maker of heaven and earth. And he created for a purpose so that it could be a theater that would display his glorious gospel even to the ends of the earth. In Genesis chapter 2, 18, the Bible says, Then the Lord God said, It's not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. And so that you and I are forever clearly and articulately guided on what kind of a mate man and woman ought to hang out with, Genesis chapter 2 verse 22 pronounces this. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a what? Into a woman and brought her to the man that rib that God had taken out of the man was made into a woman who was brought to the man. This is where we actually would should be saying together, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God designed the man and gave him only one woman. God designed the man and gave him only one woman. This thus nullifies homosexuality, it nullifies polygamy and the whole queer community that goes against the grain, that goes against the thread of scripture. Those very words in Genesis chapter 2, 18 and 22 sets the pattern and the standard for a God-honoring marriage, one that's between one man and one woman. In other words, one man in a covenant relationship with one woman till death does separate the two. This is God's design, which when not respected, when not revered and honored, things go terribly wrong, ranging from ultimately going the way of sin, slapping God on the face, and rejecting God and his divine plan. What? One might then argue, what about polygamy we see in the Bible? David, Jacob, and others were polygamous. Is this not approval by God of the practice of polygamy? Pastor Abundo and Musimi provide five responses to this, and I quote, One, while God explicitly never sanctions polygamy in Scripture, He never once holds it up as a norm to be practiced by his people. Two, in all instances where polygamy was practiced in scripture, there were great problems ranging from conflict with the wives, conflict with the stepchildren, favoritism, emotional pain, abandonment, etc., etc. Polygamy is never portrayed as something God's people should desire. And number three, some of the polygamous marriages mentioned in scripture were entered into indirect disobedience to God's commands. Hang out in scripture and read the stories of David and Solomon in this regard. God's men in the New Testament are explicitly called to be a one-woman man. And especially all, but especially for those who aspire to lead and serve God's people. Scripture says, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife. 
And then the scripture goes on further to say, let deacons each be the husband of one wife. The final one, number five, Jesus sets the example for us in that he has only one bride, the church of Jesus Christ. And in Revelation, the writer says, come and I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. Scripture begins with a marriage between one man and one woman, Adam and Eve. Then scripture closes with a marriage between Christ and the church, the new and perfect Adam and his bride, the church. Homosexuality and polygamy contravenes that very biblical example we are given at the very beginning of scripture and at the very end of scripture. We would argue that homosexuality on the other hand is unnatural, unnatural, anti-scripture because it harms the gospel. Marriage is set out to be a living, breathing picture of the relationship between Jesus Christ and his church on earth. Marriage says something and paints a picture of the gospel. And therefore, when we turn our idea of marriage into something that contravenes and goes against the thread and the grain of scripture and the gospel, generally what God tells us about ourselves and himself, himself then we are doing harm to the message of the gospel. We are doing harm to the very name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Therefore, friends, come to your dating relationship with a readiness to commit to a one-man, one-woman relationship, covenant relationship for the rest of your lifetime. If you are caught up in the web of the LGBTQ scene, or the sin of homosexuality, this is what scripture would say to you and I. Do not practice homosexuality, having seen with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. Yet scripture does not stop there. It goes ahead to say that if you and I confess our sins, God is faithful and just and he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And what a joy to know that when we are cleansed and purified from all unrighteousness, the power of God on us will cause us to produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Let us pray. Lord, would you have mercy on us? Have mercy on us, O Lord. Would you give us a new heart? Would you put in us a new spirit? Would you take out our stony, stubborn heart? And would you give us a tender, responsive heart? Would you help us to desire the ideals we see in scripture over one man, one woman covenant relationship for a lifetime that would be a display a theater for the display of your glorious gospel even to the ends of the earth lord for those caught up in the web of sin of homosexuality that web of lgbtq would you 
help them to confess to help us to confess our sins for your faithful to purify us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness help us to produce fruit in keeping with repentance in jesus name we pray amen thank you so much for your time next week our topic will be marriage entails the loving leadership headship of the husband and the willing submission of the wife see you next thursday bye bye barakatele see you next week thank you for listening to today's episode of grispoint church podcast for more information and past episodes visit our website gracepointchurch.org please join us again tomorrow for a new episode goodbye